And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents the star of our show, direct from the bar, Dean Martin. Drink to me only, that's all I ask, ask, and I will drink to you. Hello everyone, welcome to Fugazi Chitare. It's June 19th and we are getting ready to record episode 3. I'm your host, William Fortuno, alongside my uh, co-host. Sam Mono, how's it going, everyone? How's it going? How you doing today? I'm doing mighty fine. How about yourself, Mr. Will? It was a great Sunday, great Sunday. I went to, went to church this morning, had a nice outing with the uh, old lady. We just had dinner, had some barbecue chicken. It was mm, good. Not as good here. as Gabagulo, but it was pretty good. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I nice some and, Chinese nice tonight. I splurged. I went to the Chinese. I got some, some, some chicken and broccoli and egg drop soup. But that's besides the point. Another thing. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Thank you for all you do and your support and just being good dads. If you're, if you're not a good dad, that, this one doesn't go out to you. This one only goes out to the good dads. AKR yeah, no, no dads that are still looking for milk cartons at the gas station. Yeah, you're doing, you don't talking. count. Sorry. Just saying. But, um, yeah. So this is episode three. We're recording a little bit later uh, than you would expect, I guess. Uh, the whole playoff fiasco, we didn't really record after or before episode, um, game six because we... Kind of saw what was coming, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, I guess my prediction held up for that, which is not a good thing, but saw it coming. So, we haven't really been in too much of a hurry to get things started with the recording. So, but hey, better late than never. So, let's get into it. First thing, first things first, Will. Let's talk about this, what happened in the playoffs. Let's just talk about it. I mean, since we didn't even record after Game 5, I'll start from there. 3-1 loss. Was it at home? It was at home, right? 3-1 loss. You hate to see that. Like, got to win that that at-home game. Once we went down at home, I was like, oh, we're done. And we we go back to Tampa, lose that 2-1 game. It's tough, man. Offense just didn't get it done. You can't win games scoring only one goal, you know? It's tough, especially that oh that end of the the end of the game goal by Vetrano. Frankie the Tank, the Italian hero, scores a goal with uh, five minutes left, and then they they let Stamkos go down, score on us. Like no no D to be seen at all. Like it's tough. You hate to see that. Yeah, when he scored that goal, I I thought we might have been able to take it to OT. But the minute Stamkos scored, I'm like, it's just not happening. Like it's it's like it's over. I, I don't know what that guy what what that guy snorts in between periods, but it works. So 
Yeah, but yeah, these um these games you could just really I feel like you could really see just how tired the Rangers were, whether they're dealing with injuries or just I don't know endurance. They just like you could just tell they were tired. They were out there. They were really kind of like pushing it. And Tampa, obviously, this isn't their first rodeo going this deep in the playoffs. So they just have what it takes. We don't. We didn't. We're just a young, new team to this uh, length in the playoffs. But might I say, though, I'm not too upset about this. I, I really had fun watching this playoffs. And one thing to think about, too, is like think about how many years it took the freaking Caps to get past the second round because of Pittsburgh, dude. And we come in, it's been five years since we played in the playoffs, and we get to the conference final, take it to game six. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's better than Florida, and Florida was this stacked, crazy, great team. And no one had the Rangers going to the conference final, but here we were. And everyone was hating against us. That's fine. But it is what it is. I mean, all in all, I mean, they were great in the playoffs. When they, when they played... The way they should have been playing, they they dominated. I mean, again, in those first two games, the Rangers used their pace of play. They used that fast pace that they they thrive off of, and they they just smoked them. Tampa just couldn't keep up with them, and then Tampa started playing that grimy that grimy gritty game like we talked about before, and just the Rangers slowed down their pace. And I mean, I mean, they learned so much during these playoffs. They saw, I, I bet the young guys like. They saw the potential of this team. They saw what they can do, and they saw how hard they have to work to get over the hump. So all in all, I mean, it's a, it's a su- success in the fact that they they got this far and that they got the experience that I think is going to bring them over the hump later on in life. And, I mean, they they did it when they were young in their, in their career, like most of those guys. They did it when they're young. They're hungry. They're going to be hungry after this for the, for the remaining years. So you got to feel good about that, but... Obviously, you can't, you can't, you can't feel too great about losing. You know, sucks to lose. We were that close. I mean, both all those games. I mean, game game six was a one goal game. Game five was a two goal game. It was very close though. Game four, game four, obviously we got tossed, and then game three was we were up by two. So, I mean, it's it's tough. We were right there, and and you can't think that. Tampa just rolled them because they didn't. It was a very close series, and yeah, it, it just stings a little bit after the fact, but only up from here, you know? Yeah, I think one thing um, to reiterate what you were saying was the Rangers did really slow down. They were one the first two games that we played, we were really, I guess, electric from that Carolina series because we had to play so fast against Carolina but we slowed down for Tampa. If we continued to play the fast game that we were playing against Carolina, I think we would have won. That's what the Avalanche are doing right now. They just put up Avalanche just put up seven to nothing last night against the Lightning. And I think one one really like big note to take watching the Avalanche, who I think are going to win the Cup at this point. Um, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, no no question after last they night can't, uh, is. Yeah, one thing that I feel like we need to utilize next season, especially because we have young, fast guys, is just like really establish a really good forecheck because that is what 
that's what Colorado is really good at is they have a really good fast four check. And it like even with a veteran team like Tampa, they like they're playing into the weakness of Tampa, which is like they're they're old and slow compared to these young like fast guys like McCarr, McKinnon, and and all those guys. And they just basically make them freak out in their defensive zone and just allow the puck to be turned over. I only watched I only watched game two, the game last night, for like five minutes, and I could I can already see that that the four check is like is just their four check is is why they're gonna win is it tampa is just too slow for for these for these young fast guys especially guys as fast as freaking mckinnon and and mccarr they're just so oh my gosh i mean when you got when you got fat pat maroon playing like 10 minutes a game on your fourth line you're you're gonna get scored on you're not gonna compete with that team and God, that second line on on the Avs really exposed them, dude. I I threw down a, a good amount of money on the uh, – I did the under, and it did not hit. They scored seven goals. I was really upset. But I hit the um, – I took a – it was a super boost on um, – it was Ranton and, and McKinnon both getting points. It was a super boost, like, plus 450, and I put down, like, 20 to win 48 or something. I don't know. Something like that. And I, that hit just barely. I was I I just kept watching that second line score all over and over again. Ranton and obviously got his point, but McKinnon didn't get a goal or a, he got a second assist at like the very end of the game. I was so nervous. They they were able to shut down that first line, but it's only because they stack they stack the line with with Stamkos and Kucherov on the first line, and then they they match the McKinnon line. They were so nervous about, and then doing that they just let. Burakovsky and Natushkin just completely out out to freaking do whatever they wanted with Colorado. I mean that 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 line literally dominated them. And anytime McKinnon got the puck, he looked like McDavid out there. Like honestly. Like, ugh. And Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr is like the best C in the NHL. I'm sorry, Ranger fans. I'm sorry, Adam Fox, but Kale McCarr is the the best D man in the NHL. I mean, dude, he's just so fast. I mean, if Adam Fox had that speed, he has such good ed- good edge work, but he does not have that speed. And if he had that Kale McCarr speed, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine it. But that team is so good. Oh my gosh, I need the Abs to keep winning me money. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about tomorrow whether I should go back to betting on Tampa or if I should double down on the abs and I don't know. Dude, Vasileski, Swiss cheese last game. Yep. They left him in there seven like seven oh didn't pull him. That was shocking. Yeah. It's just everyone loves to to uh to rave over how good uh Vasilevsky is, but I don't know. When you go up against a team like the Avalanche, dude, I don't think he's that good. I mean, yeah. honestly, like I don't think he's that great. Everyone's like he's the best goalie in the world. I don't think he is. I don't. I just watched McKinnon. I just watched the Avs second line tear him apart. Just, I'm not even gonna say it. I don't want you to edit it. Never mind. But <laughs> I will say we didn't even talk about this yet. The Kako situation. Oh yeah. Catching Kako for who is it? Was it Hunt or was it? It's Greg, not Greg McKegg. It was either Hunt or somebody else. 
But either way, that's not 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 a good look for game. Yeah, it was six. it was Dryden Hunt. Oh, I just got I just got uh, news on my phone that the Stars are hiring Peter DeBoer as their coach. I think it's a good fit. Really? Yeah, I think it's a good fit. The poor yeah. Stars. Are, I don't I don't know. Stars are spiraling downhill. At least they have a good goalie. <laughs> yeah, but Dude, um, but anyways. You know, Tampa Bay has not played a real team in the Stanley Cup Finals until this year. Agreed. I, everyone, Agreed. everyone threw every single stat they could out to like discount what the Rangers did. Here's a here's a stat: the Montreal Canadiens might have been the worst Stanley Cup Final team in the history of the NHL. They were so bad. The only reason they made it is because it was it was the uh, the West was like all the Canadian teams, so they they got farther. And then the year before, they played Dallas in the COVID Cup. Like, Dallas was not good that year either. Like, they weren't great at all. They just steamrolled two, two like, bad teams. And now they have to play a real team. And they think they're so, so good because they won two in a row. And now now you're seeing what it looks like to have a, a team with, a like, real top six just go and roll you over. Yeah, I agree. It's uh the 20—at least the 2020— like playoffs and I guess 21 will always have an asterisk next to their win. So sorry. 2020 will, but 2021 they played a, like a AHL team. Like Montreal was last in the league this year. All right. Just think about that. Yeah. And they didn't have a lot of roster change too. Well, I guess like the biggest pride thing is price was out all year. Dude, how did he even win that award? He didn't even do anything. Like, all right, he, I feel <laughs> he, like he beat wasn't someone. Who did he beat? He, like, beat a guy that, like, uh, no, no, he beat Kevin Hayes after his brother just freaking died. <laughs> and he comes back and plays in the NHL, and they gave it to freaking Carey Price because he's having problems and because he's having mental problems. I get it. We all got mental problems. I'm not, de- I'm not, I'm not playing that down. But you're going to give it, you're going to give it to the, to the dude that's that's having a that's in his room listening to sad music and then comes back and decides to play rather than the dude that his brother his freaking brother his only brother just died from an overdose and he comes back and plays in the NHL and supports his brother's family get at get 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 at that's actually here. a disgrace yeah a it disgrace. is it is I, I don't like I for, I completely forgot about that that was recent that was yeah ridiculous like cool carry price sure he did whatever but like maybe it's a better pr thing but i say give it to kevin hayes any day of the week even though he's a flyer i don't care i do not care at all he he dealt like okay what did carry price have to deal with he oh he lost the cup got sad and decided not to play all right good for him kevin hayes had to deal with a bunch of stuff dude like bro i don't bro ridiculous ridiculous it's all about optics it's all about optics not about any practicality or anything no one cares anymore about any every, it's all about optics it's all about politics it's all about what looks good ridiculous yeah i agree i yeah. agree sad but but so, anyways the whole um, Kako. the whole Kako thing yeah of all people to go and scratch to like your young guy who's been like getting criticized he he didn't have like that bad of a play. I five points I don't know. He didn't. He wasn't games. great. He wasn't. Huh? Five points in nineteen games. 
Five points in 19 games. I mean... Or it might be 17. Yeah. Kevin Rooney had two goals and two points in 15 games, so... Yeah. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. I don't... I don't know what's up with the whole Kako thing. All I know is, is like, whatever. He's a bust. Who cares? I, Jack Hughes, just wait until he sees it. Playoff ice. He's going to get dummied out there. Dude is like my freaking size and, and playing in the NHL. Yeah, he's good. He's getting good in the regular season. Doesn't matter. Put 100-something points up in the mot, in like uh, juniors. Who can or whatever he played. I don't, I don't remember. Um, or U.S. U.S. Um, the U.S. team. Dude. You're playing a bunch against you're playing a, against a bunch of kids. When you're in the NHL and you're freaking five, you're five Ugats, and you weigh 120 pounds, you're gonna get destroyed in the playoffs. Like he, and he's injury prone too. So like whatever. I don't want to hear the whole bust thing anymore about Kako. It is what it is. Okay. At least we got Lafreniere. That dude is gonna be a star next year. He's gonna be a star. He's gonna put up so many freaking points next year. I he. Found such a newfound confidence, and it's gonna and like he, I think he's gonna finally materialize into a first overall pick this season. I think he really is, and he's still freaking yeah. paying him nothing. What's he even? What's he even freaking going for? Probably he, nine. He's playing for for nine twenty five. Yeah, league or yeah, I guess league uh, maximum for a rookie. But yeah, so. I, I'm not I'm, like if Kako's a bus and he leaves, whatever. The question is, is do you think he'll get offer sheeted? I I definitely think he gets offer sheeted. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't offer sheet like a like a first a second overall pick who just had like a shaky a shaky end of the season with management. Like he's might be looking to get out. He said he didn't want to. He said he had unfinished business in his in his press conference, but like what's he gonna say? I mean, what's his face? Um, Gallant didn't even like talk to him about the decision why he was scratched too beforehand. Yeah, I don't know why I mean, they put Dryden Hunt in. That makes no sense. But yeah, or Ty- Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott had two goals the whole playoffs. He had two points. Like you're gonna tell me that Kako is better than Tyler Mott or not as good as Tyler Mott? You're crazy. Like I think Kako serves a way bigger purpose. I don't. I. I don't understand why. I don't get it. But I don't think that it would have, like, make make or break our our season either way. I mean, take ta- taking apart that kid line was like a weird, very weird decision for the last like game of the season. Like, why when it's worked for so long? I don't know. I mean, I get it. You got to shake things up, but is that is that really what you want to shake up? I don't know. Yeah, big biggest problem is is we only have we only have a like basically twelve mil in cap space for the upcoming season. So it's like all right, so here are the list of people that are due for new contracts. So uh Gauthier, he's an RFA. Kako, obviously we're talking about RFA. Cop is a free agent. Uh Mr. McKeg is a free agent, Tyler Mine is a free agent. <laughs> Rooney is up. Strom, we'll get into that, and and Mr. Frankie, and also Justin Braun. So, oh my go gosh! Before we go into this, you scratched Kako and you played Strom with his half a freaking leg, dude. Yeah, it's like, a very good point. He was not playing very well at all. 
Oh yeah, he freaking missed the open net. That was the that was it. That was our playoffs. I can't believe we forgot yeah. about that. That because yeah. people are rubbing it in like it's like we just lost. Like like we've been a playoff team for fifteen years and we're we're about to win our first cup. Like all right, but that that open net inexcusable, absolutely inexcusable. And the minute he missed it, I said that, and it was a perfect pass too. The minute he missed, I said, that's it. We are losing the playoffs. Like that was a, if we, if he scored that, that friggin' empty net, we would have, I think we would have gone to the cup. I, I genuinely think that we, like, we would have taken, yeah. taken the lead in game four or game five. We would have been up three to two. We would have went back to Tampa. Maybe we still lose in Tampa, but then we go back to MSG for game seven. Thanks, exactly. Ryan Strom. Exactly. Thanks, Ryan Strom. Because you know what? It was a 1-1 game before that pass, and they missed the pass, and then they went and scored. We would have won yep. that game, Ryan Strom. And what that is is that's a lack of hockey IQ or a lack of goal scorer ability. It, like a real goal scorer, he knows how to position himself in front of the net to so that no matter what angle the pass comes from, he's going to be able to move his body and rotate in a way that it's gonna that he's gonna score, and he was just out to lunch. He was so far away. That's that's like a, uh, it's just so tough. That's that's a tough play. I don't really want to talk about it too much because, I mean, yeah, I mean, we all we all miss we all miss shots. We all miss like make mistakes in a game. You can't blame the game off one mistake because it's not just his fault that we lost that game. It's not. It's a it's a compounding a compounding effect of mistakes from our defense to our offense. Um, and you can't blame it on him, but that's just one big piece in a giant puzzle. So, yeah, I mean, you got, now you got to decide do you want to sign him back or do you want to sign Andrew Cott back? No, or that's, do you not, that's sign- a no brainer, no brainer, yeah. no brainer, no brainer, no brainer. Cop is cop is but, also a year. Not that it makes a huge difference, but cop is also a, a year younger, and that's one thing that we definitely like have needed for a while is like a good second line center. And I think that cop is a better center than Strom. I have no idea why they put Strom in the middle. Cop is better. He's just overall better. He scores more. He wins more faceoffs. Listen, talk about the whole chemistry thing between him and Panarin. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Everyone can have good chemistry with Artemi Panarin. It's ridiculous. So, speaking of chemistry with Panarin, I I want to talk about a little bit of a rumor, which I would very much like to see happen. There has been a rumor going around. It's been going around since March. Patrick Kane to the New York Rangers to go back with Panarin. That's been a rumor Uh, going on. Uh, so right now, right now, is it either it's to bring it or it's someone else? I forget in um in Chicago that they're deciding to not resign and basically like admitting that they're going into rebuild mode in, in Chicago. Uh, Patrick Kane is playing right now like the best of his life. Like he is. He's in his prime and they're going down the drain. Like those years are going down the drain for him. Like if Chicago wants to start a rebuild it only makes sense that they trade away a guy like him to to like start acquiring assets and picks. And I think that that like if there's going to be anyone who's going to go after them, it's Buffalo and it's New York. And I think New York is going to go hard. And I, why I think New York is going to go hard is because he has amazing chemistry with Panarin. They're basically the same player. 
And I agree. I 100% right now, agree. Pat has one year left on his deal. I don't think he's going to re-sign. I mean, I could get, I get it because he's like a generational player. Grew up playing for Chicago and won them cups. Like, maybe he want to retire there but i really i i feel like he's a guy that wants to win i feel like he's gonna he's gonna want to not re-sign in chicago if they're going to rebuild mode and he has one year left on his deal like chicago has plenty of cap room if they if they traded him to the rangers what they could do is retain salary on his on his contract for one year if the rangers get him and i could see them going for like i don't know like you have guys they have first round picks you go for like Lunkvis. I could see them trading Kako maybe in it. Like I could see, I could see where a deal could be made. I could see where a deal could be made. I really, I really do. I, I, I could see it happening. I think he'd want to come here to play with Panarin. I think he wants to win another cup. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But that would be a big, big, big signing. That'd be big, a big trade. I mean, it's. I, Obviously, it's just a rumor. You heard it on a uh, spin chicklets. We we they saw it all over the news chicklets? before. Yeah, they said on spin chicklets. It was in the rumor mills with NHL insiders in March around the trade deadline too. There, oh, yeah. there's a lot of rumors that he would be going to the trade deadline. But I, I really think it's a possibility right now. I think he's getting shopped. Yeah, I think it could, and I think if that does happen. Like imagine the depth on our team, you know. The thing is, though, is if we're if they're gonna if they want know. to retain that... salary for if we want them to retain salary for Patrick Kane, it is gonna cost a lot for us. Like we're gonna probably have to, like, ugh, dude, we might have to give up like, like really good players for that. Not just Lundqvist and Kako, because those those honestly are like two like easy throwaway players and like a first round pick. We don't even care about that anymore. We're in contention mode. But, dude, they might have to give up. Dude, I can see them. I can see them like wanting Lindgren. I don't think they'd want Lindgren. He's twenty four. They don't. They want young guys. They. I could see he them wanting young. Keandre Miller. Sure. I could see them wanting Miller. That's that's one trade I could see. Yeah, I don't think that's a trade we should make. Yeah. I'd rather Keandre Miller as a twenty two year old than Patrick Kane as a thirty whatever year old. But yeah, that would be Dude, really do cool. You see but the this problem is, is we'd have to sign everyone else too, because we like I really want to keep, I really want to keep Cop, and maybe Vitrano. Um, Strom definitely walk. Rooney, uh, if we can get him super cheap, sure. Mott, I I would rather keep Mott over Rooney in my opinion. I think Mott's much better than Kevin Rooney. Um, McKeg, whatever. hundred percent. Yeah, Gauthier, uh I want to. I would. I don't know how I feel about Gauthier. I could take him or leave him. To be honest, if he's cheap, sure. If he's not, whatever. See ya, pal. But it's yeah. So I don't know. And then oh, another thing too is uh, I don't know if we want to get another better defenseman to replace Braun. But Nemeth, get get out of New York. I I never want to see you again in New York. You suck at hockey. You suck. But Braun. He's 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 pretty good. He's not bad. Like he, what I liked about Braun in the playoffs was whenever he had the puck, I never felt like oh crap, like where he's about to freaking turn over the puck and it. Like every time Nemeth got the puck, I was like 
Maron. Like, this dude is about to freaking hand over the game in a silver platter to the other team. But Braun, he just went out there, did his job, did a good job. Didn't really contribute offensively, but he liked he he kept the puck out of the net. But like, I feel like a really good replacement for Braun. Need a guy like him to with Braden Schneider. That's what I'm. Yeah, I guess I feel like a good re- replacement for him would maybe be Zach Jones. Maybe he just like the thing is about Zach Jones is he's small, but he's very good. And he's very good on the power play, too. And he's actually from Richmond. I've skated with him. What's up, Zach Jones? Um, I, it was a pickup game one time. and uh, <laughs> But um, he, the dude had won a natty with UMass. So he, the guy's a winner. Niels Lundqvist, Bangul, not a winner. See ya, pal. Zach Jones, yes. Niels Lundqvist, not that good. They were saying that he was like pretty good. Not that good. There's only one Bruh. Lundquist that should be wearing I don't, I don't the Ranger jersey. I don't agree with you. I disagree. I think, I think Zach Jones is, is better. I think, he makes the jump. I think he makes the jump. I think Lundquist makes the jump. The thing is, really though, do. is Lundquist is a right-handed defenseman. Zach Jones is a left-handed defenseman. Schneider is a locked player. He's not going anywhere. He That dude is freaking good. He is, like, he is going to be incredible. So he's obviously not going anywhere. But like, and he's a right-handed defenseman. So if we want a more permanent role, I think Zach Jones would fill that left-handed role perfectly for Schneider, and they could develop together. And like, I don't know if Zach Jones. I feel like if Zach Jones has a full um, year under his belt, he might develop into something great. Apparently, he's playing really well in Hartford. He played really well in Hartford. So I don't know. But like, what? Who else are we gonna play? We got Tenorti, we got High. Well, I get Hayek's an RFA, whatever. See ya, pal. But, um, yeah, uh, we don't really have any other options besides Zach and Lundqvist. Which I'm a firm believer that Zach Jones is better, and Lundqvist just got a better chance than Zach Jones for some reason. They said I remember in development camp last year. They said that it was neck and neck between Zach Jones and Niels Lundqvist. They're very similar players. But Niels Lundqvist got for some reason. I don't know. Maybe he just had a better like prospect game. But I don't know. I think it's a better. I think it's a better fit. I, I'd I'd rather I'd rather keep him. I think Lundqvist has more trade value because he was a higher draft pick. And you got to look at it like this too. If they were the same, um, you know, if they're the same player almost, let's hold on to the guy that that's worth less and dish the guy that's worth more because of a draft. Um, a draft position because Zach Jones was third, third, third round pick. Niels Lundqvist was the first round pick. So Niels Lundqvist would be a pretty good addition to a trade if we wanted to trade anything this offseason, which I really hope we do. We definitely need like one last push to just get better as a team. But yeah, definitely uh, Vitrano, whatever. I, I really, I really feel like we need to keep cop i feel like that's the guy that should be a focus to keep with these re-signings and then i don't know like yeah we'll see what happens with kako but i don't know cop i think is like i i think he's the next guy he he's a really solid i think replacement for strom because strom is just uh, he's just a bum i don't want him anymore goodbye but yeah that's my take on that's my take on what we should do with the roster. All right. I mean, I agree. I agree with the fact that 
I think Cop should be the main focus on signing. And I do I do know that Zach Jones did put up better points in Hartford, but to be fair, Nils Lundqvist played like half the amount of games. So Lundqvist, not Lundqvist, Lundqvist had 15 points in 34 games. Zach Jones had 35 points in 52 games. So it's <laughs> relatively... Relative. Out of all the names that you get right on the pronouncing, it's freaking Lundqvist. Call Shesterkin Shesterkin. I will keep calling him Shesterkin. I like it. <laughs> oh Until he learns to speak English, I'm calling him whatever he wants. Until he can take a press conference in English. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good point. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's a good point. Right. Good guy, though. Uh, good guy. Does, does the... I, yeah, the guy, uh, the the cross before every game, yeah, I like that. Loves loves Jesus. I, I I like that. I like that. I like that. Ooh, another thing. What do you do with Georgiev? You think Georgiev? Oh, that's a question. I think oh, he. Was. I think he him? could be a, he could be a starting goalie for a lot of other teams, i.e. Edmonton Oilers. Get a new goalie, please. I can't yeah. watch my. Tear his team apart. <laughs> yeah, the thing is about Georgiev though is um he I think I feel like he's one of those players that he's a he is a backup. He's built to be a backup, but he thinks that he can be a starting goalie. You know, he's like he's like Cam Talbot. He's exactly like exactly what I was thinking of. He's a, he's like player. Cam Talbot. He, he and maybe even Ranta. Like he's not built to be a, a starting goalie. Igor Shesterkin is built to be a starting goalie. I, dude, oh, that's tough. We only have 11 mil in cap space. All right. If we make trades, that'll obviously open up some things. But, like, ooh, I don't know. We have a lot of guys, like, Jacob Truba's getting 8 mil a year. I don't think he should be getting that. Maybe six. But what are you going to do about it? And, oh, dude, we're still paying freaking Girardi. Yeah, I was bro. talking about that. We're, we're, we're still paying. paying. All right. For the record, everyone, we're still, <laughs> we're still paying, playing, uh, Kevin Shat, we're still paying uh, on the Rangers dime. Kevin Shat himself, uh, Dan Girardi, who retired, or who left the Rangers like a million years ago, and uh, our favorite player Tony D'Angelo, and it still says Brad Richards on here, but he's getting he's, paid he's under zero dollars. <laughs> so we're not really paying him anything. Maybe we're giving him seats or something. <laughs> if he wants, I'm sure he he could dance with Dancing Larry. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he's a great hype man. Real, real uh, energetic player. I'm oh, not yeah. going to get Dancing Larry. He has a surname. Anyone who's listening to this and knows what I'm talking about, I'm not going to say it. He has, he has another nickname. So bad that the Rangers had to email all the season ticket holders and threaten them, saying that if you keep calling him this name, that, um, they're gonna can't. They're gonna start like canceling tickets and stuff. I'll, I'm gonna text you the name. I'm not gonna say it on the stream. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. It's really funny though. I love the guy. <laughs> ah, yep. all right. We we also yeah. We also got a uh, Sammy Blaze coming back. Signed him for one point five. 
that's a great deal. I mean, obviously, he didn't oh, yeah, get yeah. His, um, his shot this year. He's getting another year. Oh, and we didn't even talk about my man, Kravstov, coming to America again. And he was signed to a one-way he's deal this time. He's so he's playing in the NHL for us. Yeah, we got him. Perfect. How much should we get him for? We got him for like super cheap. Nine nine twenty five, I think. Um, yeah, that's like that's ridiculous. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, eight seventy five, eight seventy five on a one. Yeah, year. that's absurd. That's crazy. Bro, yeah, that's huge. He put, he had like an unreal year in Russia. Like, he's, yeah, that's he's a guy. Gonna be, he's gonna I, stay most likely on our third line. I think he could be a top six guy. We'll see though. Oh. Yo, do you think Brendan Offman's coming up next year? I I mean, I'd love to see it. I I don't know. I I feel like they'll give him another year in juniors, but yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. He's that's, that's, he is on our penny though. He's getting paid eight ninety four. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we'll see because since he's junior eligible, he can't play in the AHL. I'm pretty sure they can only bring him up if he plays uh. in the. I think that's how that worked. So yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, mean, got, I got a bunch of we have a ton of just random prospects that are on our dime. But Tyra, dude, I know all these AHL guys because I've been playing G- be a GM mode on oh, shelf yeah. for the past like two weeks. I'm like 10, 10 or twelve years into a into a franchise series. Brought the Rangers like seven cups. Not a big deal. You're welcome, everyone. But <laughs> I know all these clowns now. I hate most of them. Friggin' Ty Ronning. Screw Ty Bro, Ron. you pronounce every name wrong. Except Lundqvist for whatever reason. <laughs> it's Ronning. I don't care, bro. Screw <laughs> Go back to the AHL. Dude, it's an oh, RFA. Anyway, I don't. I don't I'm know. like looking at these AHL contracts right now. Like, to be honest, getting paid 762 G's to play, like, to do anything is, dude. That's a lot of money, bro. That's like that, a that's, that's a whole seven years sport. of a decent job in one yeah. year. You play two years of that salary, and you're set for like most of your life. <laughs> yeah, well, like you can yeah, retire. It's like a modest you. life. Little nice house, nice family, public school, whatever. Your kids are gonna be good at sports, though, and your kids gonna be pretty sick in public school. Maybe he won't get bullied. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Or maybe he will. Greg McKegg. Greg McKegg is gonna be set for life. He's gonna always suck at hockey. He's gonna be a terrible fourth liner, but he's gonna be set for life. Not gonna have to work a day. Oh yeah, back to the Georgiev thing. That's a good question. What to do with him? Um. Dude, I don't know what he wants to do. That's the thing. Like, if he wants to stay with the team, because, I don't know. If he, it depends on what his mindset is. Like, if he wants to get his name on the cup, stay with the freaking Rangers. But if he wants to mess around and be another Cam Talbot and just lose and not make the playoffs ever again in his career, go somewhere else. I but mean, I don't know what we're going to do for a backup because uh, what's his name? Sucks. What is it? Um, Huska? Is that his name? That guy yeah. that came up for a game and, like, absolutely was horrible? Well, we, it's not just Huska. We have, we have um, 
Tyler Wall, who I think is pretty good. Oh, really? And then we, have, we also have Keith Kincaid. So, oh, that's true. Yeah, he's, yeah, got, he's a UFA Adam, too. Adam Huska had a point nine oh two save percentage in the NHL and Keith or in the AHL, and Keith Kincaid had a point nine oh four. I think I think Keith Kincaid is like the general consensus who's going to go up if Georgiev leaves. But yeah, that's I, a good that's a good replacement. Yeah, I mean it's not terrible. We've always had pretty good luck bringing up our AHL goalies to the NHL. Dude, the guy's name is Tyler Wall, bro. He's a freaking goalie, and his name is Wall. I I don't think you can get better branding than that. I, you know what? That guy's gonna be good because his name is Wall. You can't make this stuff up. I've I've never even heard of the dude until now, and he's gonna be good. We got a dude named Olaf in the minors too. He played for UMass. Did he win an? Oh, he won a national championship with them. Zach Jones, a little chemistry there, a little FIFA chemistry, dude. And he was an alternate captain on UMass as a goalie. All right, that guy's gonna be good. We like him. I'm I'm rooting for him. I am too. He played Tyler Wall. You heard it here first, folks. He played for Jacksonville in the East Coast last year for like eight games. That's tough. Poor guy. When Ryan scored against him. Oh my gosh. I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> he scored in the uh, in the Pink Whitney game, though, against the, the Solar Bears. Really? Yeah. I remember because I saw that they were playing um, Utah. Like um, that spit and chickens were going down to Orlando for the um, – for the pink Whitney sponsor game. And I saw they were playing Utah. So I said, Hey, let me check the stats on this. And I saw, Oh, Quinn freaking Ryan within, with a uh, Gino in the pink Whitney game in front of the eyes of Paul missed the net. So that's pretty cool. Good for him. Play for Liberty. I saw him at a, at a function one time. Uh, that was pretty, that's pretty interesting. A said, function. <laughs> yeah. Function, a Halloween function. It was a Halloween uh, get together. And, uh, ah. Mm-hmm, ah. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I went up to him and said, yo, you, you're Quinn Ryan. And he said, yeah, man. I said, hey, man, I play hockey too. But I suck <laughs> and now I'm on D4. And he started laughing. So <laughs> I'll never forget talking to Our- a professional hockey player at the Halloween function. Hey, I'm going down. Hey, I beat him. <laughs> uh, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. I, uh... <laughs> Going down to D4 next year. D4 for life, baby. Dude, I'm freaking about to tear it up in D4 next year. I'm, I was ripping pucks today. I was ripping top left cheeks <laughs> so many times today that I put a hole in the net and it freaking hit a tree in my backyard. I had to patch up the hole in the net. I'm, dude, I'm dialed. I'm dialed. I'm in the gym. I'm on creatine again. I'm broke. I'm a menace now. I'm a menace. And I'm putting up major genos in beer league. Did you see that goal I scored the other freaking day? Ooh. No. What? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I don't watch your beer league games, dude. Sorry. Hold up. Hold up. I'll send you the highlight. I'm proud of this highlight. I was honestly, I don't have any good videos of me scoring hockey goals. So I said, you know what? I'm going to pay the $15, $18 for the, for the live barn just so I can get the video of me scoring the goal. So you, I did. you don't have the video of you scoring in the 30 to nothing win versus Nova? <laughs> I didn't score at home. 
Oh, no, no. Actually, I do have two videos of me scoring in Nova, but they were filmed on a potato because um, <laughs> they were filmed on an Android-like tablet. That's like oh. horror. It's just awful. It looks like it was filmed in freaking like Czech- Czechoslovakia or something like that. And we're in Ugh. freaking Northern Virginia. So I only scored like one game on the road my entire career. All my games are at home. I'm so lucky. I have videos of all of them. Like, I wish, perfect. dude. All my Genos were all three of my career goals were on the road. Two against the two against the menacing team of Nova. One against Georgia Tech. Top cheese. We lost that game. Not a big deal, though. I I was trying really hard not to to act happy after the game, but in reality, <laughs> I was really happy because I scored a goal and I never I never scored. <laughs> <laughs> and I took my first penalty that game. I took my first penalty. I my one and only penalty. This this little this little kid. Well, not like we're in college, but whatever. This little dude. He's skating down the ice, dude. Probably probably like five six. But with no mass on him, you know, playing Georgia Tech, it's a bunch of engineering freaking nerds. So you're an he's engineer. skating down the ice. He's skating down the ice, head buried into the ground. And I, he has the puck. I say, this kid is go. He's it. Somebody get his gravestone ready because I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna kill this kid. And I remember <laughs> I cut in full speed. He looks up last second, sees me coming, and jumps out of the way, and our knees collided, and dude did a whole flip, and I got a tripping penalty. And then, when we were on the the PK... It's called a knee on knee, buddy. What? It's called a knee on knee. Yeah, but I, I got a tripping call. <laughs> but whatever. And I was perfectly fine. We were both fine. I don't know how in the world, but we weren't injured. He just did a nice flip, and it was really fun to watch. But... And then, <laughs> When we were on the penalty kill, we scored short-handed, and I was in the penalty box, uh, you know, Shelly and stuff. Yeah, but like I said, it was like it was my best game I've ever played in my life, and I just had to act sad after the game. But in reality, I, I really wasn't. <laughs> if anyone from the team's listening to this, which they're probably not, sorry, I had that's fun. Like, that's like the whole story on um. What was it? Uh, what, what's his name? The Dutchman. We're not even going to say The Dutchman. The Dutchman. The Dutchman. <laughs> when the Dutchman, when the Dutchman uh, was mad after you guys won because he, he got sat, right? No, and we lost that game. He fit in the locker against... room and Tudor yelled at him. Everyone yelled at him. That was, oh. uh, that was the game. I think that was the moment that I gained Marzi's respect. I'm not even kidding. Why did you yell at him? No, I just, me and Dom just sat on the bench and we were just cheerleaders the whole game. And like, we just weren't upset that we didn't play because it was a tough game. Dude, you know what happened that game too? Our, our fan, like, freaking Smitty puts me out. We were, me, our, the, the, our line was sitting on the bench for 15 minutes. So we got me, I do, like, I don't know about you, but I get major bench legs. Like, oh my gosh. I, like, oh, dude. yeah, I get major bench legs. And so what happens is we're, it's like 15 minutes into the game first period and they put the fourth line which has me on it and <laughs> against the first line and i remember i just got absolutely dusted by their like star player and he scores goes and scores it was like a 40 minute shift and i, I said some, <laughs> i remember I, I came back to the bench i said some 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 words in french and i looked at smitty smitty gave me a look i said i looked at me i said excuse my french 
and I got back on the bench, and I didn't see a minute of ice after that. And then uh, the Dutchman was he was pretty he was, he was in tears after the game because we didn't play. But to be honest, deep down, I didn't really want to play after that that moment. I, I was good just sitting on the bench. I, I don't want to get I don't want to get dummy like that again. But dude, that was that it was is a what it is. Gallant decision right there, putting you guys out against <laughs> first time that team. That's yeah, Gerard that putting freaking Revo out versus Kucherov seventeen times during a game. Yeah. Okay. One one other thing I wanted to talk about. Did you hear the rumor? So there is a rumor going around that like, do you remember? You remember? Just give me a yes or no. Do you remember when when um. Gallant came out before the season. He was like, "We will have a captain by the start of the season." You remember when he I said that? I remember that now. Well, he did, and apparently, he was trying to name. He decided to name Jacob Truba. Oh, the, I think I saw an article captain, about this. It, as the captain. Yeah, and he apparently it was um, vetoed by high upper management to make Truba the captain. So we did, that's why we went with no captain the whole year. Good, I agree with that. Truba should not be a captain. Mm-hmm. He's not going to, like, yeah, he played really well in the playoffs, but guys have been on the team a whole lot of time. He's inconsistent sometimes. Yeah, he's I, a good vet to, vet presence, but I really think it goes to Mika or Kreider I, or Fox. You, you, you want to give it to a young guy, give it to Fox. You see, being in, like, playing, like, hockey as long as I have, I – and I've been on teams where like the best player is the captain and I, it just does not work. Like it needs to be like whoever controls the locker room, whoever, like whoever has a level head and like people look to as a leader on the team. And if he's that guy in the locker room, like I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be. I mean, he signed long-term eight mil a year for like a while. Like it, the, it like him leaving shouldn't be like a factor in that at all. Like I, I don't I don't see why that would be like a huge veto. Like I really don't unless they're trying to save it for like Adam Fox because obviously Adam Fox is like our future captain. That, dude's, that dude's not going him to Lafiniere. Yeah, I think I'd be laugh actually too. I think Adam Fox if he if he controls the locker room and is like acts the way he does in the media, I think Adam Fox can be the captain. I don't know. I, I I'd think- I don't know. I used to not be in favor of Kreider, but my opinions have changed on that. I think I think Kreider is like I think he's the best leader on the team in my opinion. Inconsistent, yes, but <laughs> um dude was literally in tears after we lost. And then like he also like he's just a leader. Like, dude, he's the guy that he's the guy that stays on the ice and gives everyone high fives as they're getting off. Like, he's the dude. He showed up to prospect camp when literally everyone else was freaking getting married. Dude, I feel like Mika's decline in skill, slight decline in skills, because he got married. That's probably why. But everyone else is out <laughs> in freaking God knows where in the world doing whatever. And then Mr. Kreider here is at the at the practice barn watching the prospects go. That's a leader. Where was where was Truba? He's probably playing golf or something. But oh, dude, I'm, we missed the we missed the opportunity at the beginning to say hi. Welcome to the episode. This is this is the round one of Rangers golf <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Uh, make but, me 
he shed a tear too. Don't want to do that. Yeah, it's that's too sad. But yeah. Oh. yeah. Now, now the viewers know. Are one or two viewers that or zero view probably probably me and you are the only ones that get this far in the episode. We're the only ones that know about it. So shout out, shout out, Pierce. Pierce listened. Really? Shout out, Pierce. What do you th- what do you think? What what do you think? He liked it. That's cool. How about how about uh, Joe Biden and bicycles though? Oh my gosh! Don't even, don't even. <laughs> He's gonna be riding around in a friggin' tricycle the rest of the his uh, life, his short life. That he's dude probably that guy's on the verge of death. I, that's all I gotta say. I feel dude's, bad for him. Dude's made the gas prices so bad. Dude tried to ride his own bike, and didn't work out. So, so yeah. Real- yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. I'd like to see that again, Mr. Joe Biden. But that's just me. But hmm. other than that, um, what else? What else we got? I don't think I have anything else to talk about here. I think we covered just about everything we could cover. This is this might be our longest episode. But uh, well, if you've made it this far into the podcast, we made it to the end. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back eventually to talk about other stuff. I'm sure that there were things that we didn't talk about in this, and we'll cover in another thing. Uh, yeah, if you have any thoughts that you want to share, uh, our social medias are Fugazi Chatare on both Twitter and Instagram. Please DM us if you want to, uh, you know, give any creative input or in creative input or really whatever you want if you want to just go and mess with us that's that's fine too i don't really care to be honest but either way i'm chilling so but yeah will would you like to end out uh uh see you listeners thanks for listening probably didn't listen this long but if you did thanks for listening to us um Try and we'll try and do some periodic stuff as uh, events go along over the summer with Rangers uh, news. But um, for now, gonna enjoy the Avs beating Tampa, beating the bag out of Steven Stamkos, and it'll it'll make for a great end of the uh, hockey season. So that's it for me. Baby. Y'all have a great year. Go Avs. Let's ride. Hey guys, line, thank you for listening. Have a you great can see day. Disappearing two by two on an evening in Roma. Do they take them for express? Oh, yeah, I guess so. On each lover's arm, a girl I wish I knew on an evening in Roma with her grin and, and mandolin and in sunny Italy. The beginning has just begun when the sun goes down. So please meet me in the plaza near your casa. I am only one and one is much to view. On an evening in Roma. Don't know what the country's coming to. But in Rome, do as they do. On an evening in Roma On an evening
in Roma, sort of cellar de Roma, all an evening in Roma. <laughs> <laughs>